I'm Tammy McCarthy. And I'm Becky Fleischer. We're two soul sisters on the front lines of growth and transformation, getting real about it all. You know, sometimes we're totally in our woo-woo groove, walking on light. Yep. And other times, we lose our footing and end up tripping over those very same rays of sunshine. That's woo-woo in the real world. On this show, we're giving you an inside look at all the healing practices and mindfulness that we use and how we integrate them into our lives. Yep, we're talking to interesting people who can help us along the way as we look at some of the woo and wild things that make us go, hmm. We hope that you'll join us. Living Living woo-woo in the real world. Well, welcome back to this new episode of Woo Woo in the Real World. And I'm so excited because our guest today is Holly Canetta. Welcome, Holly. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me today. Of course. We've been uh, so looking forward to getting this on the books for some time now. And now we're getting closer to our Soulful Sound event that we're all doing together, right? So we're going to be talking about all things sound today. Mm Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, in a previous episode, Becky and I have talked about going on this weekend-long sound retreat, right? And, yes. It was incredible. Yeah, I know. No pun intended, right? Um, And so the show is all about exploring different modalities, right? And how we as humans can really balance the physical world with the spiritual world because those things might come up against each other. Um, and we might be able to tap into some tools and tips and like we said, modalities for just kind of dealing with, you know, everyday life, but also not letting it like so overwhelm us, right? Mm -hmm. So that, you know, we lose the joy or we lose our balance or we're not living the life that we truly desire. And sound and healing touch is what you're trained in. So we have lots of questions about that. Right back. We do. Absolutely. <laughs> and and we started off for our audience that's listening. We started off, Holly just did a little mini sound bath for us here in the space. And so it really does help shift the energy and set a different tone because heading into any podcast, we're always like setting up and running from wherever we're coming from. And it was a really, really beautiful reset. And you can really feel yourself just relax into the space. Yeah. So thank you for providing that for yes. us. It's, so it's a really powerful tool whenever you're meeting with a group of people to do anything together, mm-hmm. that you come into the space, right? Because everyone's running from somewhere and everyone has their list of things to do mm-hmm. or something that popped up right before you left. So it helps bring you into the physical space, but then it also brings you to the same vibrational level, mm-hmm. right? There's this thing called entrainment. Mm-hmm. So it helps relax you bring you into the space, leave the stress behind, yeah. and then it joins you. Mm-hmm. So you can be much more collaborative mm-hmm. when you are all vibing at the same level. Mm-hmm. Entrainment, so that's, that's entrainment. the word. That's a yeah. new word for me, yeah. I like oh, there that. Entrainment. Uh, we can yeah. talk about it because yeah. that's one of the reasons that sound healing works so well. Right. So tell us, um, before we dive into all things sound, because I know mm-hmm. Becky's got her list of questions and I have my list of questions, but let's just unpack this a little bit. But I also want you to tell everybody, um, you know, who you are, first of all, right? Okay. So uh, you're a mom with some kids, so we want to hear about that. Mm-hmm. And then also what brought you to this journey of mm-hmm. being a healer? 
Okay, so who am I? You can start That's anywhere you want. Know, right? <laughs> who are you? And who are you now? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. So, yes, so I raised my children in Pound Ridge and Bedford area, mm -hmm. and um, that's how I met you guys. Yes. And um, I started being very interested in um, energy therapy or energy work, and I, I started quietly developing my skills and my experiences on the side. Mm -hmm. And um, it wasn't until my kids were out of the house that I really started bringing it out into the community in a larger way, mm -hmm. but um, I am now, I'm still a mother, uh, <laughs> mother and uh, we did move to Greenwich, so we no longer live here, we're living a different experience, mm -hmm. but um, I'm now focusing, my kids are both out of the nest and I'm focusing my time and energy on further developing these healing modalities mm -hmm. and then sharing them with others. Mm -hmm. My journey when I was sort of introduced to the Woo or energy work uh, was in 2001, mm -hmm. uh, post 9-11. So um, the summer post 9-11, I had a post-traumatic breakdown mm -hmm. and I sought out traditional counseling who basically recommended that I take um, a pharmacological approach to it and that just didn't sit well in my system. And so I was feeling really sort of at the end and um, spoke to someone who talked about, and, and I had gone to my traditional doctors, that's first and foremost, yeah. mm -hmm. but I was unhealthy and ungrounded and um, really at the bottom of a well and overwhelmed, talk of very overwhelmed. And someone told me about a uh, Reiki master and suggested I go to see this Reiki master. So in that appointment, I experienced things that were beyond what I could have imagined. Mm. Um, two really profound things happened. One, I uh, first of all, I felt like a huge lead apron <laughs> or weight had been lifted off of my torso. Mm -hmm. I just got full body chills when yeah. you said that. Wow, like, that my like hair is like standing lead. up on my arms. <laughs> apron I yeah. was wearing, mm -hmm. sort of wow. like this one's the dentist put on mm -hmm. you, uh -huh. but really heavy. So it disappeared and it like, it, I mean, it kind of like the vision mm. was like, it turned into sort of bubbly light and lifted off of me. And then the second one um, was I had this amazing sense, again, chills, mm -hmm. and maybe a little teary, of um, like warm honey being milk warm honey being poured over me and and this great sense of warmth coming down my body mm -hmm. and flushing over me and then a knowing mm -hmm. that my grandparents were present with me and that they loved me so profoundly and i don't know how i knew it was them there were no words there was no vision with that. There was feelings mm -hmm. and knowings. Mm -hmm. And then when I left there, I, for weeks afterwards, I felt like my heart was beaming out energy. Wow. It was so powerful. And the shift was so dramatic that 
was my introduction. Wow. And it was big. Yeah. So where was that? In New York City? No, it was in Katona. Oh, wow. Wow. Katona, is that person still there? Because I'm like, <laughs> right? Uh, who is that? <laughs> um, that began my journey. Mm -hmm. And I am so interested in, in continuing to learn, but it's been 22 years yeah. wow. that I've been trying lots of different modalities, understanding more and more why mm -hmm. I was feeling like that. Mm -hmm. You know, learned some really important things. One, that I was an empath. Mm -hmm. And yep. that I was carrying much more than my own load. Right. That's sure. That heavy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And um, yeah, I needed to learn how to manage that. Mm -hmm. I, I, just the journey continued, and I've done all kinds of things, shamanism mm -hmm. and yeah, data healing and past life regression and right. I think it's so interesting that you talk about defining <laughs> because I would say my my definition of woo is something beyond what you can conceptualize or comprehend or know mm. or define mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> until it happens mm -hmm. right so there's this stuff that happens that if it hasn't happened to you people will often be dismissive like oh that's too woo woo for me mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. yes there's a couple reasons why i think people do that mm -hmm. i think because it brings up fear of the unknown right yeah so there's a big fear of the unknown right and it's not that it's necessarily unknown to society or to to man mm -hmm. it's unknown to you mm -hmm. and we have our own sort of definitions of what is true mm -hmm. and what is true to you mm -hmm. and a lot of that we learn through our experiences mm -hmm. so if you haven't had an experience with a reiki energy worker who right. who shifted or any energy modality that right. shift you to do so profoundly it's undeniable yeah the power of it despite yeah what it appears to be happening right so you're just reminding me right now of something that i heard earlier this week right which is um you know if we're only defining things right and not i don't want to get caught up on the define but i think it's more about um what you were saying in terms of you were desperate to try anything, right? Right. And in your experience and in your belief system, you tried all of the things, right? All the right. things that programming told you or society told you traditional. or traditional medicine Japanese. told you, yeah. right? But somehow at the end of your rope, you're like, you heard this and you remained open and you went because you were desperate, right? Mm -hmm. But even beyond that, and this is the thing that I heard earlier this week, it's like, if we're only running things, whether it's concepts or experiences or other people or whatever it is, like just insert it into that blank through our own experience and our own belief system, well, how limiting is that? I mean, we're just limiting ourselves because in the universe, it's it's an infinite set of possibilities, mm -hmm. which I don't know what they are, right? But the universe does or whatever is information out there yeah you know limitless source energy yeah, right yeah. so um you know and we're just these these little blips <laughs> of you know humans having this spiritual experience so you know that's why for me i remain totally curious about each and everything i will try 
each and everything because time is an illusion, what's happening is an illusion, we are constantly creating our own realities. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, who am I to say, well, then that's the end of the reality. What's, I want to see what else, what you know, else I'm just going to yeah. keep mm -hmm. on going. Yeah. <laughs> like, what else is there, yeah, I mean, you know? Every person's reality is their own, and every person knows what they know until they know something else. Right, right. There's just this fear of, what if they tell me something I don't want to hear? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's, mm -hmm. that's the fear popping up. Mm -hmm. and, so um, how do you answer that question if somebody said one? that to you about, um, you know, what if they tell me something I don't want to hear? I would say you, they won't tell you anything you're not ready to hear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then you get to choose what you feel is true to you and, um, and just take it in and give it some time because also it might make sense down the road a little bit, which mm -hmm. it often does. Yes, I exactly. Know, you both know. <laughs> yeah. I've experienced, you yeah. have a reading, you're like, I don't know what they're talking about. And then it comes up and you're like, sure enough. Ah, mm -hmm. That's right. That's what right. they were talking about. And at the end of the day, these people are, they're healers. That's their mission. So they're not trying to bring something to the table that's going to dysregulate you or right. to throw you into crisis. Right. That's not what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that that's also you know, for people who are listening, you might be afraid of that. I mean, that's, they, they don't come, they actually come with that opposite intention of they trying to, to frighten you. They want to, to yes. heal. Yes. Yeah. You know, I say this experience, it's like this unwinding. So that was one experience, but I've had other experiences which have brought me into really difficult, uncomfortable situations. Right. Mm -hmm. And yes. I couldn't get there without having that experience. To into the dark or into the deep or into this uncomfortable energy. Correct. Yeah. But once you move through it, it brings you to another side, which mm -hmm. is more comfortable than what you were yeah. prior to that. Sound healing is an energy tool. Mm -hmm. And um, so is healing touch. Those are the two modalities that I've studied. Mm -hmm. And basically, I'm trying to help people to um, allow themselves to relax and release. Mm -hmm the energy impressions that they're holding onto. Right. Mm. So what happens is often you need someone to help you actually let go a mm -hmm. tool. Yeah. Let go of what you're carrying. Mm -hmm. So a sound bath mm -hmm. is cleansing mm -hmm. you of old energies because mm -hmm. then there's room for new awarenesses, mm -hmm. new energy, new right. understandings. And even if that means like, oh my God, this really hard thing came up, there's a there's an energy for you to move through it if you choose. Right. But when you are weighed down, mm -hmm. there's your energy is, is frozen and constricted. Right. It's another way of kind of looking at it, actually. Yeah, which is actually a great way to think about it, right? Um, you know, also I was struck when you were talking about, you know, kind of the cleansing of the energy field. Mm -hmm. You know, it would be so awesome if like as we went uh, through our day right and let's say you just start it with clean energy in the day mm -hmm. like you woke up in the morning you felt great your energy's clean your chakras feel amazing everything's alive yeah. but as you moved throughout your day and you came and you interacted with different people throughout your day and whatever was happening for you right and imagine like wouldn't it be so cool if like I don't know, I'm seeing like multicolored like pom-poms are just like stuck to you based on like who you're interacting with, right? <laughs> and then the visual, yeah. I, I'm the visual person, right? And at the end of the day, it's like, damn, I've got to get all these covered fucking pom-poms off of me, right? How do I do it? 
right? Because I want to just start fresh the next day or I don't want to be care. Imagine if you never did and like by the end of the month, you just like, you don't even see yourself right. anymore. You're just pom-pom lady, right? Yeah, you're just covered. <laughs> you're uh -huh. just covered. So, you know, these tools are about, yes, energy and cleansing your energy and making sure that, you know, you're the healthiest version of yourself because when we are out in the world, how are we going to interact and deal with the world, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for me, I want to be my highest self. Sometimes I want to be my highest performing self. Mm -hmm. Like, like, what do I need to deal with, right? Which actually isn't, you know, it looks probably dopey to the outside world, you know? It's like you're sitting in this little shop in this corner of Pound Ridge and... <laughs> When, you know, I'm not really solving too many problems here, but I am also just, you know, trying to spread a little sunshine. But yeah. um, there are people that do far more important things. But again, I know a lot of high performing people that actually do a lot of this stuff so that they can be at peak performance, mm -hmm. so that mm -hmm. they can operate clearly from a mind, body, spirit perspective. Um, and and make critical decisions, you know? And, and that varies depending on, you know, the person and the profession that they're in, but. So actually, I'm gonna back it up because yeah. I know what you said, like, how do you walk through the day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you walk through the day, <laughs> right? Yeah. So energy is always, first of all, people are walking around, we're all broadcasting energy, right? Right. And energy experienced through the ear is sound, mm -hmm. right? Through the eye, it's color. So energy um, experienced through the ear is sound, and we are constantly being bombarded with sounds that are, are either harmonic, mm -hmm. uh, soothing, or can be dissonant and jarring. And so you're walking through your day, and you could have woken up, done your grounding med meditation, align your chakras, be like totally in the flow, yes. having a beautiful day mm -hmm. and walking down the street and someone honks their horn, right? And then you're jarred and you're mm -hmm. shifted. Your energy shifted. Mm -hmm. Nothing to do with you. This is just life coming at you. Mm -hmm. You walk into the coffee shop and there's a line and someone turns around and says, there's always a line in here and I'm so sick and tired of waiting around. Why can't they be more organized? Mm -hmm. Negative, 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 right? Mm -hmm. So these are examples yeah. of things that come at, at mm -hmm. us or, you know, your uh, sibling calls and, you know, is sad about something. So here's another energy that can be coming at you shifting your energy. Mm -hmm. So this happens all day long. Mm -hmm. And what we need to be able to do, if we can, is when we get hit with something that is dissonant, is to shift back, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And you can do that. You, many people don't even realize they've been shifted into something Cross. else. Yep. You know, mm -hmm. like if the horn honking at you has jarred you, mm -hmm. you're, you have just changed your vibrational rate. You have yep. just changed the energy. So you can shift yourself back by breathing, by thinking, going into your heart center, mm -hmm. and just imagine your heart opening mm -hmm. and energy flowing. Yeah. It's a very useful tool, mm -hmm. a tool, because what has happened is you just clenched your energy together. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. When that sound, that abrasive sound came, you clenched sure. and you held. Mm -hmm. How to resolve that is to, to relax, open the heart, and mm -hmm. breathe. 
Yeah. So the way sound healing can be used as a tool mm -hmm. to help us with our vibrational energies and to keep us being fluid and mm -hmm. flowing is that the body resonates with the sounds that are being played on the different bowls. And they're played in a rhythmic, soothing, circular, expanding way. Mm -hmm. So what happens is we reflexively entrain with the energy that is around us, mm -hmm. right? So if someone comes at you with love and smiling and you know heartfelt warmth towards you, you will be joining me in that vibration. You can see a physical response if you smile at someone, they smile mm -hmm. back. Mm -hmm. So the bowls are a, an expansive sound, mm -hmm. right? So the, the sounds vibrating from here, like I said, are harmonic, mm -hmm. but they have a circular movement to them and they expand. Mm -hmm. So it gets bigger and bigger. And when you entrain with that sound, you become expansive. Mm -hmm. And it's rhythmic, which is soothing mm -hmm. and relaxing. Mm -hmm. Some of the studies that have showed this occurring is when you put you know, um, a newborn next to a newborn baby, their hearts will start beating at the same time. Mm -hmm. You put a newborn baby on a mama's chest or a father's chest, the hearts sink. Mm -hmm. So your brain entrains with what it hears. Mm -hmm and your energies entrain mm -hmm. and move to what they're hearing. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And like you said earlier, and that's the space where something, where things can open up and then yes. you might be able to see other things that might come up yes. where you might have the capacity then mm -hmm. to hold information that you maybe couldn't hold before or couldn't mm -hmm. see before because there was too much constricted around it. Right. We have got to be able to relax. And when we're going through our day, we spend so much time holding, physically yeah. holding, yeah. just by the nature of being upright, Right. you know, and carrying things and doing things and going through. So we are holding tension mm -hmm. to keep ourselves upright. Mm -hmm. So we have got to, at some point, lay down and relax completely to allow mm -hmm. the body to deeply relax, right? right? And it's at that point, when we are deeply relaxed, that the body is able to repair and right. restore and release, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So let go of the day if it's right. the day, right? If right. you're sleeping, yeah. And so when you do a sound bath, I'm sure that there is a method to how you perform and in what order. And so how did you first let us know how you, how did you train to do that? I mean, because you are trained. I am trained. People should understand you don't yeah, just exactly. find so Tibetan bowls and just bowls. start playing. Like there's a there's an actual methodology yeah. here. So mm -hmm. this is kind of a kind of a woo woo thing because a story. So every day in the world real world, I'm a mom and I have kids and I'm going to school and traditional life and family. and. I joined this book group, and at the beginning of the book group, these ladies would play two or three bowls, mm -hmm. and I just loved it. It was just like five minutes, maybe ten minutes, at the beginning of the book group, mm -hmm. and and they would do it for that purpose, bring us to the space, get us all connected, and relaxed, right? Uh -huh. so yeah. Everything can flow better, the conversations, yeah, right. and the thoughts around whatever we mm -hmm. were reading. So um, there were two women that would bring their bowls and they were talking about their teacher who would come from India twice a year. And um, he was coming and the first time I couldn't go, I was like, oh, that could be interesting. The second time I was able to go, I really didn't know exactly what I was getting into. Mm -hmm. What I knew was I really liked these two women <laughs> and these bowls that they had, a couple of bowls. Mm -hmm. 
So I went to this training in New York City, and the teacher's from India, Satya Bharat, and he has the um, International Academy of Sound Healing. And he comes to the United States, he travels around the world, but he comes to the United States uh, prior to COVID, I think four times a year. Mm -hmm. So I went to this training and loved it and purchased uh, four bowls, which were very expensive. Mm -hmm. And um, didn't know I was gonna do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and came home with my bowls and decided that two weeks later I would take the second training, which was several more days and even a bigger commitment and mm -hmm. even more bold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just was called to doing it. I wasn't sure right. why I was doing it. Right. I hadn't planned to spend that money, mm -hmm. a lot of money, mm -hmm. didn't know what I was gonna do afterwards. Mm -hmm. And um, so I got these bowls and I just love playing them. Mm -hmm. I just, I just am so drawn to them mm -hmm. and um, that's how I start. I got started, and what I started doing is in this community. Yes. After I had my bowls. <laughs> and your like, training. Yeah, uh -huh. my training. Mm -hmm. And I did practice with another person for quite a while. Um, we would practice with each other. I'm like, okay, I need to bring, I need to now play all these bowls that I have, this investment. I need to go out into the community. And I remember just thinking, like, who is going to come to this? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just going to send it out to my group of friends and that are that I knew through school events and sports. Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to put it out there, right? And have faith. And guess what? A lot of people came. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. I bet. And coming up against that fear, mm -hmm. would anyone show up? Right. And then would they like it as much as I like it? And having people show up and having people affirm it. And after doing that, um, slowly for two years, I, I think in 2019, I committed to doing one once a month, mm -hmm. barring the times when I got shut down like, mm -hmm. COVID yeah. and, mm -hmm. and life situations. Mm -hmm. But I've been doing it now for seven years. Wow. And there is a very specific method that I use when I do a, a big group concert. They're mm -hmm. different from a private sound healing session. Mm -hmm. But um, in the beginning, I always play what's called the mind relaxation set. And that is to entrain the brain to go into a very deep state of relaxation. And um, each bowl is a different size, and each bowl is, is hand hammered and tuned. Mm -hmm. So these are made um, very specifically with a specific combination um, of metals, and then they are hand hammered to create a certain frequency mm -hmm. within each bowl there's a range mm -hmm. there's like it's not a sing a single note but it's it's on a c scale for example mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so um i play in the beginning bowls mm -hmm. that have the frequencies of the beta alpha theta and delta mm -hmm. states of consciousness mm -hmm. which in the medical world when they are doing studies to see how people sleep or how they react right. um Beta is when you're awake and running around. Alpha is when you're going through your day and you have a daydream, like you're driving and all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, how to get to the stuff? Uh -huh. <laughs> so you're daydreaming, you come back, but you're functioning. That's alpha. That's alpha. Mm -hmm. And then theta is that state where you're going into, either you're falling asleep and then you have a thought, falling asleep, thought, <laughs> or when you're going into meditation and you have a thought, <sighs> So you're starting to get very expansive, mm -hmm. right, in this theta state. Each, mm -hmm. And each 
brain wave state is slower than the previous one mm -hmm. and and more expansive. So, you know, beta is like this, alpha is like this, uh -huh. beta is like this. Mm -hmm. And delta is like this, and this is no thought. And this is deep sleep. So then after that, I play another set, which are tuned to vibrate the same levels of the seven energy uh, centers in the body. So mm -hmm. these are the chakras. Mm -hmm. And so chakras are just simply energy hubs. Mm -hmm. We have energy centers in the body that go up our central channel. So energy is flowing from the earth up through us to source and back down. There's mm -hmm. a constant energy flow. Mm -hmm. And what happens is when I play, for example, the root, which is the, the largest bowl, and it's it vibrates at the same rate, speed, or frequency, my root bowl vibrates at that same frequency as the root chakra. Mm -hmm. So every chakra has a different speed that mm -hmm. it's um, moving in. And it's a circular, when it's healthy, uh, and energy is flowing, a chakra moves at a nice, symmetrical, rhythmic, fluid, round, circular rate. And each chakra, the energy needs to flow around, it goes around the chakra and out, and then up to the next one. Mm -hmm. So it's like this little pattern, it's going out, and then it's rising, and it's meeting with the next chakra, going out, out, rising, so every chakra. And so when I play these bowls, the root, I play my root bowl and the root energy goes, oh, I know you. And then they start moving together. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's the pattern I do with my bowls. Mm -hmm. And then I brought in other soothing instruments right. that I've picked up. Um, I've been trained in the Tibetan bowls. Mm -hmm. That's my primary uh, instrument that I play. But as you know, mm -hmm. you both know, mm -hmm. I've brought in a lot of other instruments because sound and soothing sound mm -hmm. is healing to us. Yeah. <laughs> sound is medicine. Yeah. yeah. What, what about for people who, who get in there and they, they get into that delta state and they're asleep? It's great. Yeah. It's fine. Because actually when they're asleep, you, you, you release all the musculature, all the mm -hmm. holding in the muscles, right? Mm -hmm. We need sleep. And the energy is moving through them, whether you're asleep or, or awake. awake. Mm -hmm. I mean, even yeah. you can sit in a sound bath and still have a wonderful experience. It's not quite the same mm -hmm. because your body can't fully rest, mm -hmm. but it can be very impactful. It's an opportunity. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, it feels like a natural time to also tell people if you're still out there listening to That's us, right. you hung in and you're really fascinated by what we're talking about, um, using sound to uh, move energy through the body, to relax and to restore your energy um, so that you can function better and more peacefully and put good vibes out there in the world, then you're definitely our people. So <laughs> that's part A. And then part B is, I mean, we would love for you to join us if you're local here in our area, because we will be joined by Holly for our upcoming Soulful Sound Experience on April 19th. Um, and we'll link to that of course in the podcast, because this will air right before that event. And that's amazing and you can meet Holly and you can have this experience. So we've done a number of these now. Yeah. And it's interesting because, you know, we, we find whatever space is available that we can. Um, and, you know, more and more people seem to keep joining us. And, you know, it's not just the sound healing, which is 
wonderful and amazing, and it's part of the experience. Um, but we usually start off, you know, with a with a circle. Um, and for this particular event, it'll be the night before the new flower moon. So we have uh, collaborated on a really great evening that's going to start out with Becky and myself, and of course Holly. But we're going to also um, start off leading the circle. And there'll be some components to that to sort of help us transition from our day and set the space. Yeah, so it's a beautiful evening that's going to um, have a start and a middle and a beautiful culmination um, with Holly's sound concert. And you definitely will leave relaxed and restored. So we hope people can join us for that. There are only a couple of tickets left. Yeah. Um, awesome. Which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. So one, one of the things I wanted to say sure. why I like doing these community sound baths yeah. is um, we really need to be able to be in community and be deeply relaxed to connect to one another. Like we know we need community connection, but bringing everyone together and being able to deeply relax yeah. where you're not doing anything. Right. right. There's not many opportunities that we come together that we can just really really deeply relaxed it's yeah. true it, it's yeah. so true it's and so when true you're able to do that the connection is just so strong and mm -hmm. so easy look i mean we talk about it as well you know there we have to find the tools to just let go of the thinking during mm -hmm. our day to create spaciousness during our day yeah. and this is just one way um that we can do that and you know, it's good for not only you as an individual to have the experience, right? I mean, just yeah. think about how you will then go out into the world, but also just how you're, you know, able to um, to feel within your own body, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, that that's really what this community is all about, and what we hope to reach more people and say, hey, come join us, yeah. right? Like yeah. we hear you, and if you're if you are struggling. And if you're overwhelmed and or if you just want to bliss out for a little bit and not yeah. think about things for mm -hmm. a couple of hours, yeah. that's a great intention also. It is. I was going to I was going to hit on that point because I think for a lot of people, especially when you're kind of new and you're tiptoeing into the world of these different modalities, it's there's a privacy factor that you you want because you you don't feel secure you're unsure mm. um, and so it might sound intimidating you know this talk of like oh being in community in a circle does that mean i'm gonna have to talk to people and like expose something about share. myself or share god <laughs> forbid you know like what i'm feeling and that's not at all so i'm glad that you did mention that about it's really there's you can come and still have your own individual experience but the point you're making is that just by being there yeah you are pretty much, you're almost magnifying the impact because mm -hmm, you're yeah. there with all these other people. Yeah. And Good so point. you can still very much have your own experience and there's nothing that would be exposing about it mm -hmm. and still get that benefit of the community, which is so important in healing. Yeah, it's yeah. just a lovely shared community experience. Mm -hmm. changes, yeah, it really is. Changes the vibration with the community, you know, of your own and in turn, mm -hmm. everyone, and then we bring it out, you know, mm -hmm. and share it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's really, really so easy. Speaking easy of sharing, yes. oh my gosh, can I share this story? You Beautiful. can tell me yes or no. Okay. You want to get woo-woo? You want to get really woo-woo now? We do. Okay. Super woo-woo. Okay, super woo-woo. Here we go. We've known each other for a, a bit of a time now. I mean, I don't I don't know exactly, but I'm thinking maybe, maybe like, I've known you since before COVID. 
And I've been here five years. Yeah. Okay. When you first opened the store. That's what I thought. Okay. And then had a conversation. I was like, ooh, she's phenomenal. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So that's how I'm starting to define my life now. Is it like before COVID? And now it's before Kahlo? Right. Or during Kahlo? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Anyway. um, So Holly and I were at this public event. It was a music event. Mm -hmm. And um, we weren't at this event together, but then we we bumped into each other, we hung out a little bit, we chatted, and then uh, the band was playing on the stage, and I lost track of Holly, but we were both very close to the stage. Um, and then at one point, I saw her like off in a distance, and then afterwards, when people, the performance was done, and people were sort of, you know, dissipating and talking or whatever, but you know, we somehow found each other again, and we, we started talking, and she's like, wow, like I was watching him perform and like his heart is pretty much out of his body or he's out of his body. Mm. If, I don't want, you'll tell me what you said, but it was something like that to the effect of like, she could probably only tell me that of <laughs> all yeah, these people. people like, and I would be like, oh, I got it. I got what, I got what you're experiencing and what's yeah. happening. And, um, but what struck me about that is you were so perplexed and, but because you didn't know how to handle it, you didn't know if you should do something. And I said, yeah, let's go. I remember taking your arm and we went behind the stage to where the security SUV was and he was about to get in the car and she was like, should I, shouldn't I? And I was like, yeah, go ahead because you're going to go, why didn't I do it if, if the truck drives away? And so uh, Holly approached him and asked, and he said yes, and I was sort of off in the distance. Um, but why don't you explain to Becky? Because yeah. you need to hear this woo-woo story, I because that's what we do. Yes. <laughs> We're like, I've got a woo for you, um, right? But you know, look, this is, a, this is not only about like us and our woo-woo experiences, but you as a healer, right? And then where do you draw the line between, I want to help this person, can I help this person? He has to give me permission. Um, and and ultimately what happened. So, yeah, yeah why don't you tell our listeners? Um, so, it was really fascinating and amazing. And uh, explain to Becky. Yeah. So this particular incident, so there was a singer who was performing. And I mentioned before I'm an empath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I could feel his energy at this time. And I could feel he was very ungrounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see. So he was feeling very ungrounded. I was feeling what he was feeling and experiencing. It was very dysregulated. It was very heavy, sad. Because mm-hmm. you were pretty shaken. Mm-hmm. I mean, when yeah. I, yeah. Well, I, this is, it's a very strong feeling. Mm-hmm. So and it's interesting because it's, it's at a big public venue. Yeah. So how did you yeah. know it was him? Uh, because I knew. You just knew. It was just yep. like you were just drawn. You're like, I can feel yep. this. I can tell this is coming yep. here. Yep. Okay. Yep. So um, this is like the fourth time this has happened to me. So I did have a little bit of mm-hmm. a familiarity. So when I was being feeling these feelings and, and why him and why this time? Mm-hmm. Because I'm being used by some kind of information that I'm supposed to help this person at this time. Mm-hmm. I'm being these thoughts, these feelings are being put in my system to activate me, to move me to action. Right, because energy, emotions are energy in motion. So energy that is sounds moving familiar. I know. <laughs> through my body, yep. mm-hmm. signaling you need to take action. Mm-hmm. Right, you need to do something. So, thankfully, I had learned that in the past. So 
I knew I needed to say something to him, but because he was a performer and is on a stage and I didn't know how to get to him. Mm -hmm. And um, so I actually at one point got up on the stage and was standing in the back. I just had this desire to put my hand on his heart and his back. And when you do that, that's very grounding. It brings a person into their body. This is through energy work. Mm -hmm. And then um, just to give him this message that I was being told to sort of give him, to assure him that he's where he's meant to be and that it matters what mm -hmm. he does. Mm. So I got up on that stage and I was standing up to the side because he kept taking breaks, going in and out. And then the security told me to get off the stage. I, I was on the side, but even so you that, move I, it, like, lady. I did. I mean, I was standing very quietly on the side and, and you're like, no, I've got healing work. I, I didn't even say anything. I was like, okay. Cause I'm just trying to do what I'm being guided yeah, to do. But yeah. I, I'm like, oh, I try. So afterwards I ran to Tammy and the feeling was still very, my system was agitated mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, this is the deal. And I'm really not sure what to do. And so we walked around the back and waiting for him to come out and get into his car. Of course, everybody's asking for his autograph. And, and I just stood there and I, I, at one point, I actually had said something to, anyway, that doesn't matter. <laughs> this manager who shushed me away. Yeah. So, but I was like, okay, but this opportunity to Tammy. So we went back, the manager's still there trying to get him into his car. And I just went up and said, can I put my hand on your heart and on your back? Would that be okay? And he said, yes. So I put my hand on his heart and his back and I just held him and I did what I was being guided to do. And uh, then, then that was it. And he got in his car and went away. And then I didn't matter to be anymore. <laughs> so my system was right. at ease. Mm -hmm. I did think about him wondering and I did get a little more information that kind of made a little more sense. Um, but the woo-woo part is I'm being activated to, to give a message to someone mm -hmm. and it's, it's a healing message. Well, the thing that I was going to say, which was just a funny thing, but I actually, somebody said this, um, and I must have watched it or I don't know, you know, I follow people and their things. Um, <laughs> but every person you have sex with, you still have their energy imprint in you, in your own energy. Sense. It's an energy experience. Right. Yeah. But I mean, it's not, I mean, I'm sure most people think, well, I mean, I slept with this guy when I was 17 and I'm now 55. Right. Like, right. <laughs> I don't know so that that makes sense. The brain is experienced as a memory. Yeah. Right. So they yeah. remember sleeping with that guy. That's yeah. the energy imprint in the brain of the guy you slept with. So the energy's there. <laughs> it's stored as a memory. Yeah. And it's, and, I bet, and that's the thing though. It's like you don't necessarily want to be, you don't, you don't want that energy. You got to like clear some of these past lovers really, out but it's also it's it's the path it, right so it's there but well you transform it around it yeah. yeah you can be if you if you right. can just be fluid it happened and it's right yeah 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 you know Right. Right. One of the things when you were talking about all of those experiences, which thank you for sharing all of those because I I'm fa always fascinated yeah. to hear stories like mm -hmm. that. Um, and so I, I appreciate hearing them and I think it does normalize because I think people do have intuitions like that to they say do. something or yeah, to do something do. and then you're like I can't it's weird they and do. just this morning and I'm sure now why I saw it because of this exact conversation 
I saw it was at Carolyn Miss. Is that how you say yes. her name? Yes. She was speaking. This was, I don't know, you know, 40 years ago or it was a long ago tape. And mm-hmm. somebody just, you know, was randomly in my Instagram feed. Not, not even somebody yeah. I follow. Yeah, not so random. <laughs> right? right? And she said, how... Um, how can you tell that it's actually intuition and not just your brain telling you to do something? And she said, oh, that's very easy because intuition, it, um, it's a very agitated feeling. Oh, intuition, okay. You know, it's, a, it's, oh. a, it's an energetic stirring that's mm-hmm. not gonna leave you alone and it doesn't feel so comfortable mm-hmm. because you have, to, you have to act on it for mm-hmm. it to then move. Right. And she was like, fantasy, you know, your brain will create fantasies and that's always comfortable. So if like you're super comfortable doing something, it's probably not like an intuitive hit telling right. you to do it's it. You, an intuitive uh, hit, intuitive an intuitive hit is yeah. telling you like, ah, oh, this feels, this feels I might get exposed or there's some feeling that's contracting you a little bit yeah. mm-hmm. that yes. the only way to move it, like you were saying, then I felt better once I... Once I took action, that's the only way because you have to transform that energy. It's real energy Mm -hmm. versus contrived, made up in your mind, Mm -hmm. thought telling you to do something. Energy, it'll it'll have that charge to it and it won't leave you alone. And that's why intuition often saves us, right? Yes. From harm. Yeah. That's what intuition is for. Mm -hmm. Um, That is... yeah. yeah. So, but we all need, everybody sure needs a little help dialing into their intuitive oh, yeah. sense, right? Oh, yeah. Some people are really good at knowing it, mm-hmm. hearing it, however they experience that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some people are really good at it and some people not so much or just keep ignoring it. Right. Because right. yeah, you, you have confused. to quiet yourself. You have to be quiet. Oh, really quiet. For sure. Sometimes, or it gets louder. Mm-hmm. But um, it is, I, it, that what I those situations when I look back there were little situations leading up to it yes mm-hmm. where I had to say things it's mm-hmm. always uh, delivering the message but they were much easier mm-hmm. than these and that last one was the hardest mm. because prior I've had connection to all these other people personal connection. right That's and this true. was just a person up yeah. on stage and I was like oh boy and and but I know and knew if I didn't take action I would be uncomfortable mm-hmm. so it's so interesting and the voice that i hear so i've been hearing it for years um and like you know when my father passed i would hear him and i continued to like, communicate with him mm-hmm. and i knew it wasn't my voice i knew it was his voice and not remembering mm-hmm. and i learned kind of the difference then and mm-hmm. and then these different people delivering that i didn't know mm-hmm. their voice coming in mm-hmm. And there's a difference. You can tell a difference. And if you ever hear a thought that is leading you towards something fearful in uh, an egoic way, that's your thought. Yeah. <laughs> like in an egoic way. But if it's in a body feeling way, right, where there's an activation in your energy, it's not something that you're thinking of and being fearful of. It's an energy. That's the intuition. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the energy. It's trying to move. Yeah. And if you don't let it flow, it will. It'll make you uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she was That saying. feels like a good moment to say, if we can help anybody with their flow. Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Or if you've enjoyed this, you know, let us know in the comments. However, please join us on April 19th, mm-hmm. where Holly will be doing a beautiful sound concert. I mean, she's got just a couple things behind her here if you're watching on video, but if you're just listening on the podcast, Holly brought some bowls today. But when she does the sound concert, I mean, out of any concerts I've ever been to, 
your setup is just so beautiful. Mm -hmm. So you have the Tibetan bowls, you have the crystal bowls, and you have lots of other types of instruments that you bring in. Um, You even play the flute, right? So um, it's really beautiful. And uh, yeah, so we'll be doing that at the Bedford Historical Hall on April 19th. We'll put the details and a link in the comments or in the show notes yes this is our first one of the season so it is yes springtime yeah always good time for a sound spring concert cleaners. that's right get the and becky's going to be singing a beautiful relax, tell us about this medical med- medical not medical no 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 <laughs> I know. Tell us about it, Beck. What are you going to be doing? I'm doing a musical meditation mm-hmm. that I actually wrote it. So, and that's why it was funny you talking about the letters and people kind of channeling my songs. I have songs that channel. I had one that channeled this morning. You don't know when it's going to come. You have to totally obey it. It's, you know, derailed my morning. So, right. um, but this one I, I had been thinking about and wanting to do and just to have the quiet. It's the quiet. It's the real quiet space where I had nothing one evening, a whole evening, and um, I was able to to get one to come through. So I've got a song that I'll be doing as we settle into the space and before Holly. That's going to be such a treat. Yeah. I got a little taste of it, and it's so beautiful. Thank you. So beautiful. Thank you. So I'm super excited for everybody to experience yeah. it. So thanks for joining yes, us, Holly. Holly. Thank, Thank you. Pleasure. This was really a, amazing. Great really awesome. conversation. Yeah. It's yeah. too bad we couldn't think of anything to talk. I know, I know. Right? that's the thing. <laughs> In my mind, I was like, we could have a whole nother episode and just keep going on all these things. We're geeking out on the woo But we until really next are. time, yes. we'll see you in the real world. Mm-hmm.